Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guessman, coming to you on March 29th, Thursday, March 29th, before the big game on Saturday, LA Galaxy versus LAFC for the very, very first time. We, of course, are going to talk about that, and we are on Zlatan Watch here as well. The man is in the plane. We are tracking the plane. The plane will be landing at LAX here very shortly, and we'll try to bring you the live updates on our live show as we're doing this. And for all you podcast people, you can, of course, relive the wonderful fun that has been Zlatan Watch so far, again, landing here very shortly. But uh, I don't want to get too far into the show. I want to make sure I get to our guest right away, uh, a guy who's been on our show over the years many, many times, a good friend of the show, and a guy who uh, who has some explaining to do. Please welcome to the show uh, uh, for the, I don't know, 10th, 20th time, uh, the play-by-play announcer for LAFC and, of course, the host of Soccer Weekly on ESPN, Mr. Dave Denholm. Dave, thanks for stopping by, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Appreciate the intro. Yeah, no problems. I was, I was, I was. I just want to make sure you're feeling okay because I did have to announce you as the play-by-play announcer for LAFC, and I've told everybody over and over again, Dave, that you, of course, are the original Galaxy podcaster. So I want to know how that all went down. Well, it's an interesting story, actually. Um, I have over the years talked with the Galaxy, you know, some of the big shots in the front office personnel and the higher ups about, you know, possibly joining the, the club on in certain levels, in certain areas. Uh, just never quite worked out over right. the years, right. you know. And uh, obviously people know that I've been a fan of the Galaxy for a long time. And then I started to talk. LAFC approached me a little bit, and we started to talk. And, and uh, you know, there's a, uh, obviously a natural synergy there with 710, ESPN being the home of LAFC, and they got a deal done. So it uh, it really worked out that way. We've been we were talking about it for months before it was even announced. Right. But, you know, really those things take a long time. So I, I kind of like asked them about what was going on, what they were building. They showed me around a lot with some of the things they were doing. They have an experience center where they use for the sales department downtown. You know, I live downtown. The stadium is a few miles from my home. They showed me around there. Got to talk to some owners, and you know, not all of them, but I got to talk to a few over the uh, last several months. And frankly, I just, I was really impressed with what they're doing. And, you know, I, I kind of joke with people that uh, I like what LAFC is doing and what they're doing is hiring me, you know, they go after the best, Josh. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, what can I say? You know, I know. Uh, they, they, they wooed me and won me over and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be there and call them the games. And, you know, I get a kick out of everybody's like, well, this is the first Arby. Are you going to be able to call it straight? Like, are you going to root for the Galaxy or LAFC, I'm like, I'm a professional. I don't root for anybody when I'm doing the games. You know that. Yeah. Uh, you know that as well as anyone when you're sitting in the press box. You have to do the same thing. So it really doesn't get in the way at all. No, no, I wouldn't think it does. But, I, you know, the reason I brought you on here is for your expertise on LAFC. So, I mean, you know, I, I picked the right man for the job here. And uh, so <laughs> we, we, I, will, I will momentarily forgive you. And, of course, uh, I, I will see you at the game on Saturday and give you more shtick as soon as I possibly can. But let's talk about <laughs> sure. Let's talk about this. Um, you've been around the soccer landscape in Los Angeles for a very long time. We both remember the Chivas USA days versus the LA Galaxy. Uh, we're transitioning into a, uh, a, a redone version of that, perhaps a new version of that, certainly one that I will tell you right now, Dave, out of all the years of Chivas USA being in the league, I never felt this electricity around this big of a game. So how do you put this in perspective looking uh, looking over it? 
Firstly, I would agree 100% with you. There was nothing like this compared. Even the first game ever, Chivas USA and the Galaxy, it just did not feel like this for me or for, I believe, a lot of fans. Maybe not everyone, but all the people I'm talking to. This is just different because LAFC has really built themselves differently than Chivas USA did. We didn't really know a lot about what was going on with Chivas USA when they really start, first started, if you think about it. And they were in the same building they kind of always felt like second best, no matter what happened, really. Even when Chivas USA was good for a few years there under Preki, uh, you know, it just didn't feel the same. And the, the rivalry for me, Josh, died down pretty quickly, if right. I'm being honest. And, you know, and it, it really became more of the uh, Classico with you know, San Jose over the years, and we never really lost that, certainly. So it really took precedent over Chivas USA. Eventually, it just became another game on the schedule, as crazy as that sounds. I don't think that's possible. With this, and and the key reason, as I mentioned just briefly, is the LAFC has their own home. Right. It's two separate. It's truly two separate places for football here in Southern California. StubHub Center, which we all love and have been to many times, and this new Bank of California Stadium, which is just gorgeous in my backyard, and it, that that really makes all the difference to me. They're not training in the same spot. Obviously, uh, the uh, LAFC is opening up their training facility next week. They had their last practice where I was at today at UCLA where they've been kind of UCLA has been hosting the team, both in training camp and these first few weeks of the season. So they haven't really crossed paths at all. They don't see each other walking around the hallways. They're not becoming friends, you know, like a lot of the Chivas USA and galaxy players did over the years, even though we tried to, you know, promote some rivalry that just, this is different. It's separate and different right from day one. Yeah, it feels that way. And, and, and there's certainly something to it. And I've seen a lot of people trying to put this all in perspective. And again, I always enjoy people putting Los Angeles soccer into perspective from not being here. Um, so I yeah. think a lot of that has been happening this week. And I, I think I roll my eyes at about 95% of it. But you look at what the Galaxy were able to do over you know the first 23 years, and really they have paved a way for another team, a team to be able to buy get a stadium downtown in Los Angeles. I mean, Galaxy, MLS, all this stuff doesn't happen 23 years ago where you're building a stadium in downtown Los Angeles. That would have been unheard of. And the money that would have had to been you know forked into it would have been unheard of. And you know MLS was nothing back then. You look at this, and, and e- even though uh, I certainly understand the rivalry will get everybody excited, and I think it's great for the league and great for Los Angeles, um, you know, there is something to this that, that this is going to be good. Having LAFC, uh, you know, challenging the Galaxy and being there for the Galaxy is, is going to be something that I think is good for the entire league and for both teams. Yeah, people you know, that I talk to, they think I'm kind of soft-soaping it a little bit when I say... I genuinely think, obviously, there's plenty of soccer room in L.A. for both teams. No question. They can both grow the soccer pie here for MLS and for just soccer here in Los Angeles. I think it's one of the top ten markets in the world when it comes to football. We know that. Mm -hmm. But it can grow the MLS pie for both teams. I think, and I know this sounds crazy because both franchises are separate businesses. They want to destroy the other. But realistically, realistically, I think they can help each other in the long term, and almost should be working towards that. I mean, there's still two members of MLS. There's still two members of the same club, the same fraternity, if you will. And as crazy as it sounds, yeah, we want to beat you on the field. We want to, we want to just make sure you don't make the playoffs or this and that. Or if we, if we meet in the Western Conference Final every year, which is what I'm hoping for, yes. frankly, I really want to see these two teams in the Western Conference Final every season. They can, they can actually help each other. And not, it, there's no way or no reason why the other one has to try to destroy the other one business-wise or anything. 
it's unnecessary in this market. It's just too big. We can handle it here. That that's sort of the whole thing. Everybody says, and, and I I disagree. I disagree with the thing that you know that they're going to be cannibalizing each other's fans. No, there's so there's so no. many people in Los Angeles. You could fill both of those stadiums seven, eight, ten, twelve times over with the amount of soccer fans that are just around this. But now let's. I want to get directly into the game now because you've watched this team play for the first two games. Everybody knows they're coming in. Uh, well, I would say they were coming in hot, but they haven't played for. For three weeks, yeah. Dave. Um, it's been yeah. a long time since since LAFC has been on the field. Uh, they know everybody watched them win against Seattle, where I thought they got outplayed, but did a great job of uh, stealing the point. And then they went to RSL, where I I have said many times RSL looked like traffic cones. Um, so yeah. <laughs> so I mean, how much confidence can LAFC take into this game? And you know, is the three weeks off really that big of a hindrance, or is that a help for them? Well, first, they are taking a lot of confidence into it. I know that. They, but the thing I've been impressed with, because I was a little worried about it for any team coming off those kind of two really emotional wins on the road, but then to have all that time off and the international break, as you know, six LAFC players were gone. Right. They've had a few you know, nagging injuries. Those guys were kind of trying to get back. I was worried the practice that first week after the win against RSL would be really down, would be no real energy. They have not stopped energy-wise. They have basically turned their attention to the Galaxy three weeks ago immediately, and they've just been going at it hard in practice the last guy. I've been actually very impressed with that. I thought there would be a little bit of a drop-off. We see that with other professional teams. It's inevitable at some point, and yet I haven't seen that yet for LAFC. So maybe the schedule works out in that they saw the Galaxy there, even after these two big wins. That's still a massive game coming up with this, with this derby. So that might actually help them. But I also think that this is just a team that's actually adding pieces. You no, know, we haven't seen Eduardo Atuesta on the field yet. We obviously they added Andre Horta. He probably won't be available for a while because right. Braga is doing so well in Portugal. Right. But this team on the pitch, they've had to move some parts around. But they've added guys as this. They've signed you know some guys who were kind of training with the team. Now they're officially with the club. And I don't, it's just there's a different kind of feel this week maybe than the other two weeks. But they've really kept a pretty good intensity looking forward to this massive game against the Galaxy. All right, uh, everybody knows Diego Rossi is a goal-scoring assist-making machine so far in two games. And again, I love that we're talking about all these things with (laughs) definitives after two games. Uh, 180 minutes played, and this is the same with the Galaxy. I don't really know what either of these teams are yet. I I think they're evenly matched from what it looks like, but I mean... Where, whenever you're looking at this, I mean, uh, Diego Rossi, clearly the, the guy who everybody's going to be worried about, but, um, you know, the other playmakers on this team, uh, Carlos Vela as well, where, where do you put this, uh, this offensive attack? Where, where should the Galaxy be focused on this? Well, this is no surprise to anybody who's followed Mexico for a number of years, but I, I am even maybe more surprised about Carlos Vela than I actually thought I would be in terms of his talent. He's one of the best signings in MLS history. If you really look at how he can play and what he's done in his career, not only with the Mexican national team, not only with El Tree, but also in his club career. Sociedad, they loved him over there and with good reason. And he's just carried that over. He is so talented. Everybody on LAFC looks up to this guy. Now that doesn't, you know, doesn't really surprise anyone when Diego Rossi just turned 20. Right. And of course he's going to look up to a guy like Carlos Vela or a Tuesta who comes in, who's 21 years old. Horta is going to be coming in as another designated player. He's only 21. They're going to look up to a guy like Carlos Vela. To me, Josh, this all comes down on both sides of the pitch. Who can break down the other's defense? And I think both of them are susceptible to the attack from each other, you know, the other side. I really believe this could be a bit of a high-scoring game. If, if, if you get an early goal either way, 
maybe things open up a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if these two teams really go at each other offensively. Yeah, you you could see that, and it's certainly something that uh, that I don't think is outside the realm of possibility. I have to throw in the wild card now. You know, obviously, I said I, we were on Zlatan watch here. Um, you know, the, the guy looks like he's going to play, which is just. It's crazy to me, um, a little bit, but also I understand what they're trying to do. This game is on Fox. It's on Big Fox, nationals, nationally yeah. televised. Uh, there's going to be an auxiliary press box. There's so many press going to be there. Uh, the game's sold out. All this stuff is sort of leading up to these things. So, I mean, is is Zlatan really the wild card in this? Could Could that be a difference maker in this game? Yes, absolutely. I, I will say I would not start him mm-hmm. if I'm the Galaxy. Right. And I'll tell you why. I, I would be looking to bring him in at halftime almost regardless of what has happened, look, if the Galaxy have a 4-0 lead at halftime, maybe you don't have to. You wait till the end of the game or something. You give them a little a token appearance. Everybody cheers. Everybody loves Zlatan, and everybody's happy. If the Galaxy are trailing at halftime, it's a perfect time to bring them in, right? right? You build that tension during the break. For, for TV purposes, you're keeping viewers longer. Will Zlatan get in, that kind of thing? But you give them a full 45 to kind of change the game as well. Right. I don't... I, I don't think you're going to see this guy playing 90 minutes. I mean, I, who am I to say? He is locked on. Right. But it, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. But he can absolutely turn this game on its head. And believe me, LAFC knows he's available. They know there's a strong possibility of it. They're preparing. But, I mean, you may not be able to pair, prepare for a guy like this until Major League Soccer sees him for a few games game in, game out for a while, because he's just that talented. Yeah, yeah, he seems to be. All right, uh, last question before I let you go. I know you're a busy man. I, I appreciate you stopping by, as always. Um, naming of this thing. What is this thing that we're calling? Now, I've been getting a lot of crap, Dave, because apparently you don't need to call it anything. Um, that's one argument. Uh, right. Anything that you do call it is manufactured, so that's the other argument. I mean, this is a big deal. I think the name is going to organically be there and organically grow, and I think it already has started sure. to do that. And that's what I've been impressed with. But I feel like anytime I name it something, that you know, that gives it an identity that people don't want or that are trying to. So know, how, how does this thing get named? You can't appease everybody, Josh. Who cares? I mean, really, <laughs> I love El. Tra- I love El Trafico. That seems very fun and. Uh, lighthearted and also very, you know, poignant and appropriate. El Trafico is great for me. I have no problem with that. I came up with a 12-mile derby because it's the closest two teams are now in existence in MLS to each other, of course. Uh, you know, 12 miles right down the 110 there. I like 12-mile derby. I like El Clasico. I like a few others. L.A. Derby is perfectly fine, too. You know, I checked out Harrison over to the uh, Bronx, and it's actually a couple of miles further than this derby here in Los Angeles. So these two teams are the two closest stadiums to each other in Major League Soccer, obviously. So, uh, yeah, I like, I like El Clasico, or El Trafico, rather, or 12-mile derby, uh, L.A. derby. Uh, who cares? Why does anybody get fired up in a bad way? The more, the merrier, really. I, mean, I, it, I have it, no it'll idea. It'll figure itself out. It, it'll figure itself out. All right, prediction before the game, uh, before you go, and then, uh, of course, get on out of here. You're a busy man. Yeah, you know, I... I in terms of predictions, I don't know about a scoreline. I do think this is going to be a real, like, grind it out from minute one. This is going to be a high-paced affair. Now, Bob Bradley's teams like to play that way anyway. I sh- I'm sure the Galaxy are going to keep pace right. with LAFC right from the first whistle because LAFC has really jumped on these teams in the first few minutes in these first couple of games. Galaxy have no trouble with that. They'll play the same way. I think it's going to be really a back-and-forth I'm not trying to bail on it. I wouldn't be surprised with like a 2-2 
even score line or something. I mean, a lot of goals potentially in this match. I, I saw a betting line early for this and said 1-1 was probably the most likely outcome, or at least that's what the fav- most favorable outcome is. 2-2, uh, 3-3, two, two, three, yeah. three, anything like that sort of seems long, or somebody could steal one at the at the end. Maybe it's Slaton, maybe it's yeah, not. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, i tell you what, Jeff. Yeah. I, I would, I, I'll say this quickly. If, if the players have their finishing boots on, there are going to be chances in this game. I'm convinced of that. These offenses are good. They're very good, and now they'll start to click, and we've seen it a little bit with both teams, even though I know the Galaxy's last game was essentially just let's survive and get a point, which they did very nicely. I think these two teams can really put some chances together in this match. Can't ask for anything better. Saturday sold out. Zlatan's going to be in the building. Uh, it's going to be a circus, and it's going to be the best kind of circus right here in Los Angeles. So I'm yes. excited, Dave. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. All right, Dave Denholm, there he goes. Follow him on Twitter at Talk Soccer, and of course, uh, he is the host of Soccer Weekly as well that you can catch on ESPN. Dave is great, and I'm glad we could have him on here, and I know you're all complaining in the chat room and screaming at your radios. But this is what we do on this show, all right? We're going we're gonna to talk to the opponents sometimes, and we're going to learn things, and we're going to have lots of fun with it, all right? Good. I'm glad we could have some fun. Now let's get back to this. Let's talk some things. I know you guys want to talk Zlatan. Let's do a Zlatan update. Why not? Let's find out where he is right now, and I should preface this is 7.17 p.m. Right now, Zlatan is in the United States, if we are tracking the correct airplane, which we're about 90% sure we are. Zlatan currently in Montana winging his way towards Los Angeles at 559 knots at 43,000 feet, getting ready to cross into Colorado soon and coming into LAX. That's right. That's where we'll be coming. It's a private airport, or excuse me, a private terminal on the airport, so don't think you're going to go meet him. There are people on the buses, I believe, from uh, from the different supporters groups and anybody else who was on there, and we're glad that you are headed out there to welcome the LA Galaxy's newest players. Latani Ibrahimovic going to be at LAX probably around 8.30, 8.45, 9 o'clock, maybe a little after 9 right now. ETA says about 9.11 p.m. That is a lot of fun right now, all right? I know, it's crazy. Uh, Kevin Baxter called me to tell me that I was out of my mind for chasing down an airplane that was traveling from Manchester to LAX, but that is what we do, all right? Uh, I've been tracking it, so if you want to, you can, of course, go on at Galaxy Podcast. You can find it there, and and while this is more of a live show, we're certainly going to talk a whole bunch of things, but let's just go to some of the stuff we're talking about, the El Trafico, all right? This is some interesting things. Uh, And again, if you were calling in before, you can certainly call in again. I wanted to make sure we got through our talk with Dave Denholm. If you have questions, you have comments, I would love to have you on here. You just got to keep it PG. That's all I ever ask. Uh, I should remind you up front, our uh, Lion of Los Angeles t-shirts, which have nothing to do with anything except they're cool and they're the Lion of Los Angeles, you're going to want to go ahead and uh, head on over to our website and go to the shop button, and you can order your T-shirts there, or you can order a corner of the Galaxy scarf as well. Just wanted to throw that out there real quick, just in case you were interested. Again, the Lion of Los Angeles T-shirts are available. Uh, Just go to the shop, and then you can click on that link. $25 gets you that, and those will be open for about 15 more days as we're recording here on Thursday. Uh, the, The schedule right now, as it has been laid out, okay? Let's go over this real quick. Uh, get you ready for, for all the fun that's about to happen. But Zlatan Ibrahimovic is supposed to arrive in Los Angeles tonight on Thursday night. On Friday morning, he's supposed to train with the LA Galaxy. He will be right there with the LA Galaxy on Friday morning. Friday afternoon, maybe a little bit afternoon, actually about 1.30 p.m., 
At 1.30 p.m., uh, the LA Galaxy will have an official press conference. This press conference will be streamed live, lagalaxy.com, and of course, uh, spectrumsportsnet.com is also streaming it. So that is something that you can catch, and you can check in. lagalaxy.com is probably your best shot with that, so go check that out, okay? That will be the official announcing and press conference for Zlatan Ibrahimovic at 1.30 p.m. The funny thing is, that's less than 24 hours before the LA Galaxy will face off against Los Angeles FC at StubHub Center, sold-out stadium. There is not a seat to be had. You can still buy some for unreasonable amounts of money. Our contest here at Corner of the Galaxy has ended. We will give away two tickets. That will be happening Thursday night into Friday morning, so watch your emails for that. All right, so that's all the fun stuff. That is the schedule as of right now. I will tell you that myself, I usually I usually get to the stadiums two hours ahead of time. I will be there three hours ahead of time. All right? And so it's absolutely imperative with the amount of people they're expecting. I would expect north of 27,000 people at StubHub Center. All right. It's a lot of people. All right. We all know how the parking is and has always been. And if everybody tries to show up at the same time, then that's never going to work. Okay. So make sure that you are there early. Again, I'm going to be there at nine. All right. My gates don't open until another hour, but I'm going to be there at nine. So you need to be there as well. Lots of stuff going to be happening there. Lots of things going on. Um, I would like to get to an email that we got earlier today talking about the names of what to name this. All right. Uh, what to name this this rivalry. And again, I don't care. Whatever you guys decide it is, it is. Right now, it's going with El Trafico. That's what everybody's going with. I like it. Sure, let's go with El Trafico. And if it changes, that's fine. Uh, but Grandma Joe wrote in, and uh, Grandma Joe says, I have two suggestions for a name for the Classico between LA Galaxy and LAFC. Um, how about the Angelico? Ooh, the Angelico. All right, not too bad. And then, of course, the Dos Angeles Classico. That's too, that's too close to Dos Santos's for me, I think. Just, yeah, it feels like it. So, anyway. Uh, so, those are, those are some other. If you have some other names that you think are worthy of consideration, I'll happily, happily allow you to put that out. All right? And we will, again, go over this over and over again to try and figure out exactly what this is going to be named. And this is an organic thing. I'm not forcing it, but right now it's being called the El Trafico. That's how it goes. All right? Uh, let's see. All of the other stuff that you are seeing uh, at the stadium, if you saw pictures today, you saw that some of the stands, those stands that are in the grass areas, look like they are uncovered. Uh, maybe all of them will be uncovered by the time the game kicks off on Saturday. Again, it's going to be a huge, huge game. I don't remember there being a regular season game at StubHub Center with this kind of buzz, and you can say whatever you want. The fact that Zlatan's going to be there, the fact that you're playing LAFC for the very first time, and you all want to kick their butts. That I, I can see it. I see it in everything that you guys send me and everything you get mad at right now. I can see it, and I love that, and that's what happens. All right. This is what this is doing. And I, I saw somebody in the chat room say, I've never wanted to win a game so bad in my life. Yes, that is what this does. And to say it's not a rivalry, it is a rivalry. You want to win this game. All right. I was quoted in MLSsoccer.com. If you saw the article by Andrew Wiebe, uh, I was quoted as saying that it's ludicrous to think that even if the Galaxy, for God forbid, should lose this game, that suddenly, for some reason, that the, the Galaxy don't have 23 years of history in five MLS Cups. No, that's ridiculous. But... At the end of this year, somebody's going to be able to say Los Angeles is black and gold or Los Angeles is, you know, blue, white and gold. All right. That's what the statement's going to be at the end of the series. And they're going to do it after every game. Right. So when the Galaxy win this game, 
All right. And by the way, people who don't have the Galaxy favorites in their own home, you're out of your damn mind. Okay. Just stop. The LA Galaxy are favorites. All right. Now, are they a huge favorite? No, they're not. But after two games, LAFC is not coming into the stadium as the favorite. All right. That does not happen. All right. So, the LA Galaxy are certainly ready and pumped for this game, and the fact that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is going to be in the stu- in the stadium. I was going to say in the studio. In the stadium. He's going to be there. He's going to be dressed in the 18. You can guarantee that. All right? And you can also guarantee that he was going to play. I think he's going to play. I know there's some people sort of doubting it. I know there's some questions. There's, there's a good poll right now that we have about whether or not uh, LA Galaxy or, or when Zlatan's going to score, and we'll see how that goes. Let's go to the phone lines now. Uh, 619, who's this? How's it going, man? Jared with Heart of LAC. Hey, Jared. What's up, buddy? Nothing, man. Just, uh, you know, listening to you and hearing you talk, and so I wanted to chime in and say what's up, see how it's going. I mean, I, I figured you'd... You might need an LAFC point of view because we already we already know, had you, Dave you, on. I mean, do we really need another one? Oh wow! Is it well? Come on, Dave is. The, I mean, the Galaxy is his LA Galaxy, right? The, hey, that's what that's what he said. But he's also the uh, the play by play guy for that. So go ahead. I'll give you thirty seconds to sort of plead your case about LAFC, and then then you're going. I don't think I need to plead my case. All I wanted to say is that I hope that everybody behaves this Saturday. Um, that is my biggest thing is I, I want this to be a good rivalry. I know that there has been a lot of negativity around the supported culture. And so um, I just want to throw that out there. I, I think that everybody needs to behave. I hope that everybody understands that this is a game and that it is for fun. And uh, I think that both sides are going to be amazing. I'm excited to see what Slotan can bring to, to the Galaxy, honestly, on my end, as well as I, I'm excited to see what we can do to the Galaxy. So uh, nothing but positivity from my end. I just wanted to say what's up, and also that you look great in pink, sir. I do I do look good in pink. Thanks, Jerry. I appreciate it, buddy. We'll talk later. <laughs> you got it. Bye. All right, thanks. All right, there's Jerry. <laughs> LAFC supporter, listen, this is going to happen, all right? So you guys are going to have to deal with it, all right? Where it just happen goes. If you want to get in here as an LA Galaxy fan, again, I, I'm more than willing to. Please call in, 949-734-4217. I want to talk about some things, though. We talk about... We talk about how it's been quiet between the clubs, right? You, we, we've said that the LA Galaxy really haven't even mentioned LAFC or never said the name LAFC, just the other guys uh, sort of in the building. So it's certainly going to be interesting. But we have some quotes now from the Galaxy, and we have some pro- quotes from some players. I'm going to read these to you. Uh, uh, this is Chris Klein. He says, I'm not blind that it's the first game against LAFC in their first game in Los Angeles. To say that there's more meaning to this game, I think time will tell what this is going to be. I know as a club and players, we want to show well, but in terms of more emphasis on this game than another, I don't know that we have that. Uh, let's see. Then we go to Servando Carrasco, who says, Servando Carrasco says, I think there's no doubt this is a special game. It's the first kind of Classico as I forget to turn down the, uh, the, the volume on this. He says, it's the uh, first kind of classical or whatever you guys want to call it, and there's only going to be one. There's going to be a lot of meetings throughout the years, but I think it's a little bit special because we get to host the first one. We got another call in here, so let's go ahead and take it. 951, who's this? I'm James. Hey, James, how's it going, buddy? Good, good, how are you? Very good. All right, what do you got? Well, first of all, I just kind of wanted to call in and... Um, just let the brilliant LAFC fan know that it's not going to be Inter Milan versus AC Milan playing 
on Saturday. But also, I just want to let him know that LAFC is most definitely going to be going losing. I want to say about three to one. That's that's my score for Saturday. Three to one. I like that. LA, I, I, James, who, who's going to score though? I mean, who who's got your goals? Who's scoring first? Who's scoring last? Okay, I'll tell you this. I think LAFC goes up one zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlos Bella or Rossi are going to score. Okay. And then I want to say that, and that'll be probably right before halftime. And then I want to say around the 60th minute, LA, uh, LA Galaxy get pull one back. I want to say, I'm going to go with the boy. Okay. The boy's going to show up on Saturday. And then I want to say, by a miracle, Joanna <laughs> Dos Santos is going to score one more. And then, of course, Ola Camara is going to finish it off in the, like, the 80th, 80th minute with a third one. And that's going to be just a brilliant, brilliant Saturday. I, I think it's good. And then Zlatan comes on and gets to run for five minutes and wave, and everybody's happy, right? Yeah, most definitely. And then the ticket prices for the rest of the season, they skyrocket. That's going to be awesome. I love it. I love it, James. All right, anything else? You got anything? No, I just I just want to see. A, I'm sure it's going to be a great game, and I am just feeling extremely confident that the guys are going to just they're going to show up on Saturday. And now, honestly, like, I think they've been looking pretty darn good, if you ask me, all season. And and I think um, I was a little bit kind of against the whole slot on move, but I'm not sure why, but I'm getting a really good uh, really good vibe from it. And I think it's, he's definitely going to, um, you know, let his ego, I, I want to say, go a little bit. And honestly, he's going to just come in and, want to win an MLS Cup, and I think that's going to be great. That's awesome. Awesome. Thanks, James. We appreciate the call, buddy. Have fun on uh, on Saturday. Be safe. And you know what? I will I will definitely echo some of this. You guys need to be careful out there, all right? there's there's This is a game. It is a game. It's going to be an amazingly fun, amazingly awesome game. It's a place that you want to be. I don't, I don't know about you. I don't want to be anywhere else on Saturday, all right? Nowhere else do I want to be but at StubHub Center. All right, I want to be at StubHub Center. I want to be there watching this game. I want to see Zlatan come out of the tunnel. I want to see all that stuff. That's where I want to be on Saturday, and you couldn't pull me away for any other thing. This is exactly what I want to see on Saturday. All right, let's go back to the phones. Who's this? This is Randy. Randy, thanks for calling. What do you got, buddy? What's going on, man? Hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge soccer fan in Southern California my whole life. I, uh, I'm excited for this uh, El Trafico, man. Pretty much this is the biggest thing that happened in this area in a long time. What, what, now, what do you think? I mean, do you think that there's actually, you know, you said you're a soccer fan in Los Angeles all your life. I mean, do you feel like there is, uh, there's a different electricity in, within, like, the Los Angeles area right now? Oh, yeah, this is big. This is, uh, we've had the other derbies before, and we've had, uh, you know, we've had international teams come to L.A. to play, and, uh, Man, this is uh, this is at another level, man. You know, this is uh, this is great. Awesome, Super excited. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the call. Anything else you got? Hey, uh, I think uh, final score: uh, LASC four, Galaxy two. Oh, boo! Oh, you knew it was coming. That's what it was. All right, let's see what else we got in here. If anybody else wants to get a call in nine four nine seven three four four two one seven, you're more than welcome to do so. Again, the LA Galaxy getting ready to uh, kick off against LAFC for the very first time. And if we look on uh, Zlatan, Zlatan now in Colorado, boys and girls. Colorado coming soon. All right, let's get to 
Some more information, some more news for you. I know it's a uh, it's a busy week. There's lots of things going on, so I certainly want to make sure that we uh, we cover all our bases as it comes to all of this fun stuff. Uh, one of the things that uh, that Ola Kamara said, which I thought was amazing. Uh, just, just another great quote right now. Uh, Ola Kamara talking about Zlatan Ibrahimovic coming in. First of all, Ola says he's not a winger. All right? He says, I'm not a winger. That's not happening. All right, And then he says, for me, it can be a very positive thing talking about Zlatan Ibrahimovic coming to the LA Galaxy. A world-class striker is coming in. Now you can get a lion and a panther up top. Ola Kamara dropping a little knowledge there. Uh, you get a lion and a panther up top for the Galaxy, and that's a good thing. All right, uh, let's see. He also says, we'll see how the chemistry is. If I can do the runs and he can hit me, that's good for him. There's a little more space in MLS, and that's going to suit him well. And, of course, I think he's going to score a couple goals. Uh, let's see. Kamara, of course, coming off his hat trick. Uh, Norway against Australia that we told you about on Monday, uh, which is very interesting. Uh, so that guy seems to be rounding into form as well. Ola Kamara will be back and playing in this game. All right. That's exactly how that works. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to think who else. Let's go over injuries right now. If you want to go over injuries, let's talk a little bit about those injuries and how we're doing on the injury front. And you will be happy to hear that Giovanni Dos Santos, Jonathan Dos Santos, Roman Alessandrini, and Michael Ciani were all in full training with the club today. Full training. That is not off to the side training as they were yesterday, uh, but Thursday they did full training. And right now, as of right now, as we're recording this show on a Thursday night, it seems very likely that all three, possibly even all four of those players could be available and ready to play in the game. Uh, if they're healthy, I think that Alessandrini is going to start. Uh, if he's healthy, I think Giovanni Dos Santos is going to start. If he's healthy, I think Jonathan Dos Santos is going to start. I think uh, Michael Ciani, if he's healthy, will be on the bench. Uh, I think right now it's Daniel Steres is uh, uh, center uh, center back positioned uh, alongside of Jorgen Schelvik. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. But that's good news. The only person that I currently have out for the LA Galaxy, uh, Bradford Jamison the fourth. Uh, who is still, of course, under concussion protocol and could be coming back here uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, certainly, I think that that could be something that's down the road as he started to train again with the club. So uh, we'll just sort of hold out on that and see how that's going. So uh, whenever we look at all of the different standings where everything is right now, um, you look at the Western Conference, Sporting Kansas City up top with seven points. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps tied with them for seven points. LAFC with six points. Again, those two games, two wins. Minnesota United, six points uh, in fourth place. Fifth place, FC Dallas with five points. Sixth place is the Houston Dynamo with four points. And seventh place, the LA Galaxy with four points. Uh, Real Salt Lake, San Jose, Colorado Rapids, Portland Timbers, and Seattle Sounders uh, round out those. And I would say that it's a, uh, it's a, a merging of teams that have played uh, four games, teams that have played three games, and teams that have played two games. So there's a whole bunch of difference out there in terms of what the records are and where they're going. Uh, this game will kick off at 12 p.m. Pacific time. All right, just a reminder, 12 p.m. Pacific time, LAFC uh, will be at StubHub Center. This game is broadcast live on Fox. It is a sold-out game. If you can find tickets somewhere, go ahead and find those tickets. That's what you want to see. Uh, but certainly it's going to be an interesting game. And as you heard Dave Denholm talk about, the talented striking strikers and offensive players that uh, that LAFC are playing um, definitely could po pose a problem for the LA Galaxy defense. I mean, the defense is sort of the one question that you have. Um, but the defensive effort that they gave last game certainly was something to watch. So if they can keep that, and, and you certainly expect that uh, these guys are going to be pumped up for this stuff because um, there's a lot of things to talk about it. Uh, let's see. 
one of the other things I wanted to get to um, is some of the more quotes from Galaxy players. And again, it's been quiet. Um, it's been quiet from Siggy Schmidt. It's been quiet from everybody. And so you're sort of wondering, you know, what are they going to do? When are they going to start saying something? And it was this week. Um, and that's sort of how it goes. It's interesting. Um, I'm, I'm trying to pull up quotes as I'm, as I'm sort of looking at here. Um, you know, Siggy Schmidt saying, you know, you've got some good rivals, rivalries in the league already when you have a New York Red Bulls, New York City FC, obviously Seattle, Portland, and the whole Cascadia series with Vancouver as well. Uh, when you're in the same city and your stadiums are basically 10 miles apart, that takes it to a different realm. That's more like a Liverpool-Everton. That's more like an Arsenal-Tottenham. Uh, it certainly feels that way. Again, uh, everything's sort of pointing to this big game that's going on. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, he's not going to start. All right, let's talk about that right now. Uh, Zlatan's not starting. Uh, there is a great sort of question about whether or not he will be, um, you know, how many minutes he would play. And, and it's, a, it's a good question. I don't know that we have an, you know, an answer on that. But we did have a call earlier from, uh, from Johnny in the Palisades, and he wanted to talk a little bit about Zlatan. So uh, let's hear from him. Uh, hello, Josh. It's Johnny Gray from the Palisades, um, uh, enjoying everything that's going on at the moment. Uh, so here's my question. Um, we, we focused on how Zlatan might uh, change the galaxy, uh, but I wonder how the galaxy will change Zlatan. If we look at David Beckham, you know, the galaxy changed him. He's now an MLS owner. He lives, uh, got a house in Bel Air. His children went to school here. They're back here a lot on holidays. Um, you know, so for Zlatan, I wonder what we will do for him. Um, and I'd be interested in your views on that. Also interested to see how we do with the sweepstake on what time he will come on on Saturday, because I'm sure he will. Um, I, think, uh, I think Kevin's still on the fence on that, but uh, I think there's no doubt he's going to play um, some minutes at some point. So, uh, yeah, I've got 72. Okay, bye. All right, Johnny talking about the uh, sweepstakes, of course, and how that could possibly, uh, you know, the effect. We're, we're trying to guess what minute Zlatan will come on. Uh, I think I'm 67th minute. I wanted to go absurdly early uh, just because I think that that is a, uh, an absurdly early number for a man who is absurdly talented. Um, so that's certainly something that, uh, that, is, that is fun to sort of guess and see. So I want to know your guesses as well. You can hit me up on Twitter at Galaxy Podcast. I'll give away some stickers for anybody who's close, but you have to remind me of who's close afterwards. You have to send me your tweet that you had before the game and that type of thing. That's, that's how we're going to do that. So, so you're more than welcome to do that. Um, you know, I think that uh, when you're looking at starting lineups right now, you, it's tough to gauge. And I'm somebody who, you know, really does a good job, I think, of of trying to predict starting lineups in a way that is, you know, accurate and and responsible and not just throwing, you know, ridiculous stuff out there. Uh, last week's starting lineup, nobody had, and, you know, I certainly didn't have, and that's a Siggy Schmidt, you know, sort of throwing up a Hail Mary, and it was one of those I even said, you know, good, the guess is anybody's. Uh, this week, again, because of the injuries, we don't know. We don't know if we feel like Roman Alessandrini is 90 minutes fit. We don't know if, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos is 90 minutes fit or even 60 minutes fit. Um, so these are the things that you have to sort of, you know, take into account, but I'll tell you this, I think they're going to try to change as little as possible. And having said that last week's was, you know, a complete tire fire in terms of everybody was gone. So they played who they had and they did a good job of what they needed to do against Vancouver. Um, so 
I think that let's start with the simple stuff. Ashley Cole will be back, obviously, from suspension, so he's going to play the left-back role. Uh, you're going to have Jorgen Shelvik uh, next to him. You're going to have Daniel Steris next to him, and on the right will be Rolf Felcher. Uh, I think Hilliard Arsade played great. I don't think he's ready to start in this game, um, so he's going to probably be on the bench and could possibly come on. Whether How good Siani is and how he's feeling is whether or not he'll be on the bench, and maybe the Galaxy feel like, and there's an advantage. Steris and Siani to me have the ex- have have a very similar game in terms of whether or not they're going to score or whether or, or whether or not they're how they defend. All right, they're not overly quick either one of them. They both put themselves in fairly good positions, but they're also mistake prone on one or two areas here. And so for me, their games are similar except for the fact that Siani has size. Um, and sometimes that size is good, but in this game, I don't think you need it unless you were looking for some set piece stuff. All right, so that's one of those things that we want to look at is how are we doing on set pieces and how are the Galaxy going to you know, work a taller guy like Zlatan Ibrahimovic in or Michael Siani? So if the Galaxy feel like they can take advantage of a smaller team, and LAFC isn't the tallest team in the world, but they do have some great defenders as well back there with uh, Simon, who I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. The guy seems like he's ridiculous. Um, you know, you have uh, Motinho back there. You have uh, Djokovic and Betashore. I mean, listen, you know, you heard Dave Denholm say it, the defense is where the Galaxy can take advantage, and I think on the set pieces, that may be one of those areas where the Galaxy could take advantage as well. So, if Siani is healthy enough, maybe you start him to get a size advantage somewhere in there. But right now, I'm thinking it's Daniel Starris, and uh, I think that they'll leave it that way unless they feel like they can get a height advantage somewhere. Um, as you go up into the midfield, Roman Alessandrini on the right-hand side, I'm going to feel fairly confident saying he's going to start. This is too big of a game for it not to happen. Alright, so... Uh, out on the right-hand side, that is certainly something that you want to see, uh, Ramon Alessandrini. Then you go into the midfield. Perry Kitchen starts at the defensive midfield spot, and again, he was he was very, very good against Vancouver. Uh, he's a guy who continues to impress, so he'll be there. Uh, Jonathan Dos Santos, if he's healthy, will be in front of him. If not, it could be Sebastian Legette who starts there, and Jonathan Dos Santos maybe comes off the bench. You give Legette 60 minutes or 70 minutes. Then you go into the left wing role, and right now that's been being held out by Emmanuel Boateng. So, I mean, you know, could... Sebastian Legette start out on the left side and could Boateng be on the bench finally? Uh, It's one of those questions that you have to ask and again, it's all revolves around the health of Jonathan Dos Santos. Then up top you're going to get Giovanni Dos Santos starting. That seems to be the case right now and you're going to get Ola Kamara starting. Now, what happens at halftime? What happens at halftime is anybody's guess and it certainly could be really exciting. I imagine the buzz at halftime and people not leaving their seats at halftime might be a real thing. Plus, it's going to be really crowded. Do you want to stand in line when that happens? So... Zlatan Ibrahimovic will come out of the tunnel, and he'll obviously come out of the tunnel in the first half because, again, he will be in the starting 18. There doesn't seem to be any chance outside of... There's no ch- there's no way that he doesn't isn't in the starting 18, or excuse me, in that 18-man roster. So I, could the Galaxy start 18 players? That would be fun too. Um, so you're going to see Zlatan there, and then what minute does he come in? That's the real thing, all right? So it's certainly uh, an interesting thing. Here's the thing. I think LAFC has been highly overrated so far in the first two games. The reason they've been overrated is because they survived an avalanche of attack from Seattle, um, who outpossessed, outshot, and I think uh, LAFC got one shot and one goal, and that was what ended up winning, and, and you know Seattle bounced off the bars. That's a, a great win on the road. That's what you want. Every once in a while, you need the ball to break in your, in your way. 
Um, but it was very close to probably it should have been a loss there, uh, at least a tie. And I don't think everybody's ex- as excited if this team has four points uh, out of two games instead of, uh, you know, uh, maybe three points or six points. Um, so, you know, LAF uh, and then LAFC went to RSL where you saw RSL stand around like traffic cones. So that's the only way I can describe them. Um, and they tore them apart. And so if that's the LAFC team, if that's what they do and RSL proves out to be a good team in the near term, which they don't seem to be. Um, then, you know, yeah, maybe they're for real. But right now, no, you can't say that. Not after two games. And you can't say it about the Galaxy either. Um, and you can't say the Galaxy are bad. And I've been seeing this sort of narrative that's pay- been taking over that LAFC has all this momentum uh, coming in with the two wins. And, and that's, just, that's just not the case. Uh, the Galaxy have a huge amount of momentum coming off that last game where they should have lost the game and got a draw out of it and battled nicely. Uh, they should have lost against New York City FC on a really crappy field uh, on a cross-country flight, which never works out well for them, and so you'd expect them to lose. That was not a surprise. Uh, they won the first game against Portland. Portland may not be any good. Uh, we certainly see them down at the bottom of the table right now, and that's something that there's, there's not any fun. Um, so, so that's, that's where you're looking at right now. So right you have is really two question marks facing off against each other. Um, and I think that the LA galaxy at home in front of their home fans, and regardless of how many people LAFC says they're sending, uh, the LA galaxy will outnumber them at home and it'll be a loud ruckus place. Uh, the galaxy are going to thrive under that. Put that under the national television, you know, uh, bright lights, bright lights at noon. That is, uh, the bright lights of national TV there. You have Zlatan Ibrahimovic, you know, just the fact that Zlatan is going to be there on the bench whenever he gets to warm up and people cheer, uh, whenever he walks out, people cheer just the electricity. And then whenever he finally enters the field, if this game is anywhere near in doubt, anywhere near in doubt, the momentum swings to the LA galaxy with Zlatan coming on. And, and we, you know, I have no idea what to expect out of him, and no, but nor does anybody else. Um, I don't expect him to be the savior of the LA Galaxy. I don't think he has to be, and we've talked about how many games he's going to play and how many minutes he's going to play. Um, it's 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 a question mark. We don't know. We, we're not sure, and that's a my best educated decision. You know, my best educated guess here. So this is where you're getting to. Um, there's no way that this game is not competitive. All right, this game is going to be super competitive. Uh, I don't know that you're going to finish with 11 players on the field for both teams. There's there's a hate, there's a dislike, there's an animosity that has been building, and it's been building since the beginning of the season, but even before that. Um, quite honestly, before LAFC even had players, there was an animosity building for the LA Galaxy, having to constantly hear how there's a new kid in town and they were going to do better. And then the Galaxy go and just, you know, lay down and play dead in 2017. I mean, that has a lot to do with this as well. If the LA Galaxy were even a decent team last year, they go into this game, at least fans go into this game, probably with more um, with more, more confidence and everything. So, I mean, these are all the storylines that we're able to put together right now for a game for LA Galaxy taking on LAFC. And there's a ton of them. I mean, you even have the, the Mexican national team players going up against each other with Giovanni Dos Santos, Jonathan Dos Santos against going up against Carlos Vila. Um, all of these things are happening for a reason. Um, they're drumming up excitement. All these storylines are important. And as I look at it and put my reporter's hat on, all these storylines are great. Um, this is what you want though. And, and the atmosphere that is going to be there on Saturday is what you want out of this. And the fact that the LA galaxy went out and landed Zlatan Ibrahimovic for, uh, let's see, $1.5 million a year, $3 million. I mean, can't we, if we passed a hat around in the chat room, we might have 
$3 million. It's not that much money. We don't. We don't. I, I know. There's not that many people. I wish. If the, if we only had 3 million people in the chat room and everybody had a dollar, we could say that. But that's that's not what's happening right now. But it's just such a great deal to go out and get. Now it's about seeing what this team can do. And you certainly didn't get to test that in Vancouver with, you know, 12 guys possibly being able to miss and the Galaxy ended up missing nine players. Uh, you don't get that. And, you know, LAFC had six players out and, and MLS didn't make them play. Okay. Uh, they had three weeks, three weeks off. That hurts them. I don't care what anybody says. That's three weeks off. Um, so, you know, all of these things are leading up to, to advantages for the Galaxy, and they should. The Galaxy should win this series this year. That's it. The Galaxy should win the series this year. If it's a sweep, it's a sweep. That's fine. Um, but I would say more that the home team is going to have the advantage. I mean, the real thing could be, you know, are we going to have to split hairs at the end? I don't want anybody adding up the score at the end of this if this ends 1-1-1. One, one, and one. All right? That's just, they, no. Nobody won. Nobody won. All right? It's a draw. The, the, the city is none of the colors. That's not how it works. But, you know, if you're the Galaxy, understanding the history of the club coming in after a horrible 2017 season, this is a chance right now for them to redeem all of that horribleness that you all had to sit there through in 2017. Three home wins last year. The Galaxy go in here, they take LAFC to task, they do what they're supposed to do, they have a very, very strong, strong defense, and they're going to have to on the night. They go ahead and put in a strong game plan. The Galaxy have a... I, I, this, I know, sit back and relax. This is going to be good. Go ahead and write this down. The Galaxy have a better attack than LAFC does. The front six of the LA Galaxy are more dangerous than the front six of, the, of LAFC, and it's not even close. All right? But certain players are going to have to step up, and we're waiting for that step up to happen now. Okay? But that's all these things that are leading up to the LA Galaxy in this game. This game is just... It's perfect. It's perfect where it is. I mean, certainly you'd wish the Galaxy were all healthy and had played together last week, and that didn't happen. That's fine. But this game is perfect. It's happening exactly when it's supposed to. Zlatan's arriving exactly when it's supposed to. This is like li this is like living under a, a blessed star right now for the Galaxy. This is exactly what it is. And you should feel confident about your LA Galaxy coming into this. All right? They have problems, and we know that. Okay, The defense is still a question mark. How's Felcher going to do without that extra defender back there this time? We don't know these questions. This game is going to help us understand that. And uh, I'm going to say this right now. Even if the Galaxy lose this game, not the end of the world. This is a war, not a battle. All right? Fight the war. But go out there, and this battle is one of those fun ones that you want to win. Because a win here does a lot for the LA Galaxy. All right? A huge amount of momentum for the LA Galaxy. Home game, LAFC on Saturday. Home game next Sunday, April 8th, against Sporting Kansas City. Go away to Chicago, a game that, again, is going to be difficult to win, but something that they could win. And then you come home and you face off against Atlanta FC on Saturday, April 21st. This is your, this is your March-April schedule right now. Pay attention to this. These, there are wins available for the LA Galaxy in this month. All right? They should beat LAFC. They should beat Sporting Kansas City. I think they'll have a good chance to beat the Chicago Fire. All right. And then a very, very tough matchup with Atlanta United. Now, as my predictions go that far out, okay, I, I reserve the right to revise those as injuries happen, as form improves. But I'm telling you right now, you look at this schedule, and this is a schedule the LA Galaxy can compete in. All right. This is not the 2017 LA Galaxy. Get that out of your head. This is the 2018 LA Galaxy. They are much better and they are starting to get healthy. And if they can stay healthy, they have a chance to start 
building points. All right. This stuff happens every single year. We see it over and over again. Teams start hot, end up at the bottom of the table. Okay. Teams start slow, end up at the top of the table. All right. Middling teams stay middling. Middling teams fall off below it. There's so much soccer yet to be played, but this game is important. It's a reason it's circled by everybody. It's a reason that Ashley Cole's talking smack out there saying that, you know, basically that they, they think that, that just because they have a team now that all of a sudden they're kings of LA. They're not. All right. Ashley Cole isn't going to put up with your crap. I don't think any of the LA Galaxy fans are either. All right, this is the time to be passionate, and this is the fun part of being passionate. You want to be there on Saturday. I said it again. I want to be there on Saturday, and that's what makes this sport fun, and I'm glad I am here. I wanted to go through some things as well. I saved these quotes for last. I figured that you would enjoy them. Um, I just have to get to them. Give me one second here. Here we go. The BBC talking to Bob Bradley. Uh, Bob Bradley saying, uh, obviously Bob Bradley, head coach of LAFC. Uh, Bob Bradley making a major faux pas here. All right, a major faux pas. Uh, He says, and I quote, it's not a home match for us, but we get a chance to play our first game in LA, he added. Uh, He also continues and says, I am excited for this derby. You look around the world, and when you have two teams from the same city, the match takes on extra significance. You add Ibra on top of that as well, and it makes it even more exciting. Bob Bradley, in two paragraphs, said that the LA Galaxy are in the same city um, with LAFC, and he says that uh, that LAFC will be playing in LA. And of course, we know that uh, that that the the major complaint from the other side of the city there is that uh, that Carson isn't Los Angeles, and uh, I'm from Orange County. Uh, I'm not part of Los Angeles, but I certainly know what is part of Los Angeles. Uh, and Carson and everywhere around LA is from LA, as far as I'm concerned. The Galaxy are doing a good job of bringing everybody together for this. All right. You guys want to do, let's do a Zlatan tracker one more time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Zlatan Ibrahimovic at 43,000 feet and 565 knots currently just nosed into Utah. So Zlatan Ibrahimovic is now just two states away from landing at a Los Angeles international airport at a private terminal. Uh, so if you were there, if you were getting close he is on his way. You should see him here in just a matter of time. The ETA says about 9.15 p.m. If uh, this, Those are give and takes on flight plans, all right, how that works. That's, of course, if we have the correct jet. We're like 90% sure. There's no way for us to absolutely uh, verify it and nail it down. But, uh, you know, that's close enough for us. Uh, quick scheduling change. want to give you guys a heads up. Uh, the LA Galaxy uh, were originally supposed to play the Colorado Rapids on August 29th. That game has been moved to Tuesday, August 14th. So from the August 29th to Tuesday, the 14th at 7.30 p.m., that's a Tuesday game. That's fun. Um, The LA Galaxy will host the Colorado Rapids. That game on Spectrum Sportsnet, Spectrum Deportes. Change your calendars accordingly. Let's see. What else do we have to get to before we get all of this stuff? Uh, Let's see where we're at. Uh, just checking the Zlatan tracker looks good. I'm, I'm happy with the, uh, the progress. Again, this isn't going to be nearly as much fun as when, as people are listening to the podcast going, okay, but he's already here, Josh. I know. I'm sorry. I try. Uh, well, again, a quick reminder, uh, that you can go to cornerofthegalaxy.com and click on the shop button. Uh, we have our car, our scarves for sale and we have a, our shirts for sale. Uh, I will not be bringing either of these with me. And by the way, I don't actually have the shirts that get printed by somebody else, uh, after it's all done. All right, so um, 
I would love for you to go and and support the show by going and and ordering a Lion of Los Angeles. And by the way, it's I, I designed it. I, I think it's one of my better designs. Uh, as I'm wearing the pink Corner of the Galaxy 2018 shirt tonight for the live show, you can go on YouTube.com and see that. And while you're there, please subscribe to our YouTube channel because YouTube says that if you don't have X number of followers and don't have X number of listeners, that you get no money for all your content. And, I mean, I did make a whopping, like, $20 last year off of it. So if we could do that again, that would be great. Why not? We'll do it. But anyway, Lion of Los Angeles shirt. Uh, please check that out uh, on cornerofthegalaxy.com shop. And the scarves are great. We ship really fast. I know the shipping is a little expensive, but if you're in the L.A. area, the longest it'll take to get to you is about two days if you order it during the week. Um, most places, it's one day. So you're going to get it, and you're going to have it the next day. That's kind of fun. Um, so please go on cornerofthegalaxy.com uh, and click the shop button, and you can order all that stuff. And I certainly appreciate that you do that. Um LA Galaxy face off against LAFC. We've said it a million times. We know it's there. Let's get to some questions before we close this out. And there have been a bunch of questions. Um, and I did turn the phones off. Uh, we're, we're running down towards the end of the show here, so so that's about it. Uh, we'll go to, uh, you know what, let's, let's highlight a tweet first, all right? There's a couple tweets that I want to highlight, but this one's the most important one. You all know Robert Mora. Uh, he is the LA Galaxy team photographer. He has been on our show uh, once a while ago, and quite honestly, it's probably time for Robert to come in and talk with us again because he is amazing. Uh, an amazing photographer, amazing guy. He put out, I think, right so far, is the tweet of the week. Uh, so Robert Moore, you get the tweet of the week. He, this is his tweet. He says, them, with a colon, and he says, we're sending you a hat. Take a video with your phone. And then he goes, us. We're flying to Manchester to capture video of you with a lion. Ah, yes. Even the photographers are getting in on the smack talk. That's how you know it's rivalry, boys and girls. This is an exciting time for the Galaxy. This is an exciting time to be a Galaxy fan. I don't want you to approach this match with trepidation, all right? Approach it with confidence. Go and have fun and enjoy every minute of this. You're going to tell your kids someday you are at the very, very first, very first LA Galaxy versus LAFC game, and everybody knows that in 20 years, this is the biggest game in the United States, that everybody tunes, in, tunes into this game and that it gets the highest television ratings out of any game around the United States. That's what it's going to be like in 20 years, all right? And you're going to be at the first one, so enjoy the whole thing. Uh, let's see. We'll, we'll go for, to some Reddit questions first. And uh, Risoka says, uh, Josh, I'm going to the airport. I'm welcoming Zlatan, but I do have a question. Who do you think should slot in at center back? And why is the right answer Steris? The answer, the right answer is Steris because he is a little bit quicker than Siani. He's a little bit more nimble. And he doesn't make, I think, as many mistakes, although they're very close. Uh, and he's his quickness, his ability to put himself in the right positions is the correct answer. You put him with Jorgen Schelvik and you have a very agile uh, center back tandem there. Uh, Daniel Stairs, do not fall down and make me look like an idiot. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we have? Uh, somebody asked if I could do a live show from the airport while Zlatan arrives. No, I can't. I was thinking about it, and I was even thinking about going. Uh, but it's 8 o'clock now, and there's no way I'm going to make it. I'm from too far south. That's how it works. Uh, can we expect any people to come off the injury list for Saturday's game from uh, Dieg's man? I, I really hate saying people's screen names. It's just it's too hard. Uh, can we can we expect any people come off the injury list on uh, for the game on Saturday? Yes. Ramon Alessandrini, Jonathan Dos Santos, Giovanni Dos Santos, and Michael Ciani. There you go. Excuse me. Um, let's see. What is the Galaxy going to do about being compliant with the number of international slots? This is Walnut Villager writes in and says that. What is the Galaxy going to do about being compliant with the number of international slots? Keep it simple. I have a theory, 
If you'd like to hear my theory, here is my theory. The LA Galaxy are going to simply loan a player down to LA Galaxy 2, and that is going to free up an international slot. And you say, how does that work, Josh? Because MLS allows you to do this. All right? So, let's see. Who hasn't been getting a lot of minutes? Michael Ciani's injured. You're probably not going to bring him down. You probably want him from center back death, so Ciani probably stays up. Joel Pedro's my winner as the other international who could possibly be going down. So, Joel Pedro perhaps down to LA Galaxy 2. That's my theory. Um, but I think keep it simple. The fact that the LA Galaxy haven't announced anything and haven't had to worry about it, you're fine. We'll try to find out on Friday at the press conference how they do that. Um, let's see. Uh, this last question is from uh, RageDeg19. Will Zlatan's arrival help Gio straighten up and start performing like he is paid to? Probably not. Nope. Not seeing it. That being said, we'll see. Uh, I am again, I feel somewhat, uh, there's this weird feeling in the back of my head that Giovanni Dos Santos is going to start performing. I don't know why nothing has, has led me to this. Nothing seems to be leading me anybody to this conclusion, but I, there's just this little thing in the back of my head. Maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm having a stroke. Maybe that's what it is, but there's something in this that's telling me Giovanni Dos Santos is going to step up, but I don't think there's any reason to be thinking that there's no evidence to prove that. And I don't think that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is the reason, um, or the, or the cause of this. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm hopeful. Let's let's yes. Yes, if you're a Galaxy fan, you need to be praying that happens. Geo scores two goals on Saturday. Uh, all right, so that is the questions. I'm trying to think if I had any other questions, any other news. I gave you the standings. I gave you. Uh, I didn't give you Supporter Shield. Columbus, number one in Supporter Shield right now, right behind New York City FC. We told you they were going to be good, all right? That's why it wasn't too much of a surprise that the Galaxy lost and the fact that they played on, a, on something just slightly bigger than a foosball table, and I will not stop harping on that. Uh, that's the thing. And I do appreciate you guys have been very, very edgy this year. Or excuse me, this week. You've been very edgy. You've disagreed with almost everything I've wrote, everything I've said. Uh, you all have varying opinions, and that's great. Um, everybody has tried to schedule this show in a different way in terms of what I should talk about, what I shouldn't talk about. So uh, if you don't mind, I'll just keep doing it the way that I think we should do it, and uh, we'll go. And hopefully you'll all calm down a little bit after this week. All right? I know everybody's on edge. Exciting. Zlatan is here, and our last Zlatan update. You know, I had this, and I didn't get a chance to play it, and it, it makes me sad. And so I want to make sure that I play it if I can find it. Um, I was going to do this every time I said, uh, you know, a Zlatan uh, watch update. Right? Zlatan watch. Zlatan watch 2018. Uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is just south just south of the Great Salt Lake in Utah, uh, of southeast if you're being you know particular, uh, still looking at about a 9.15 p.m. arrival time. I hope everybody who's there at the airport got a chance. The LA Galaxy sent eight buses. Eight buses. Um, and that's pretty cool that they were able to get that done. This, he's coming into a private terminal. They were not super keen, I'll tell you right now, about having Galaxy fans there. So the Galaxy fought for this. In fact, I was told it would not happen multiple times this week that fans would not be allowed to go to the state or to the airport to welcome Zlatan Ibrahimovic because the private terminal is like, nope, it's not happening. But there should be around 200 people there ready to welcome Zlatan Ibrahimovic and the eight buses that the Galaxy did. There's there's a lot of things I can be uh, critical of the Galaxy for, and I certainly have been over these years. Um, but 
it, it's something that they got right and they should be praised for. They fought tooth and nail in order to get supporters out there to welcome Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And you as a supporter or as a fan should be very grateful for that. That's just my two cents. You don't have to be. But again, eight buses, eight buses, 200 people, maybe a little more than that, uh, headed out to LAX. And hopefully you're there right now and that somehow you're listening to this podcast. And I salute you. I wish I could be there for you, uh, but I am not. So again, Zlatan Ibrahimovic just south of the Great Lake in uh, the Great Salt Lake in in Utah and uh, should be entering Nevada probably here in half an hour. That seems about right, about half an hour. So that's certainly something that is going to be uh, be fun to see. Uh, if you submitted for tickets, the uh, the winners will be announced. Um, coming here in the next 24 hours, probably less than that. I have to go through. There's about 500, 550 people who have entered for this contest. It was a huge contest. Um, so that's uh, that's where I'm at. I have to go through and I have to randomly pick two winners. I then have to verify that these people are Galaxy fans because that is what the person who dedicated or who donated these tickets um, has asked me to do. All right, so that is what I'm going to do. Uh, hey, we do have some people on the buses in the chat room. You guys go have amazing time. Seriously, this is, I wish I was there. I'm going to be at the press conference tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to be at the press conference tomorrow, but I am I am super excited uh, to see what this does for the club. The atmosphere on Saturday is going to be crazy. And here we go. I will give you my prediction for this week. All right. Uh, I've certainly said that the LA Galaxy have lost games before. I've told you where I sit and stand on all of these things. Um, and I give you my reasoning behind them, and they should have lost against Vancouver, and they didn't. They made me, they made me look uh, stupid. That's fine. Take the point. That's a great point. Uh, could have had three points, Emo Boateng. Uh, so all those things. Here we go. The LA Galaxy absolutely win this game. All right. This is a 2-1, 3-1 win. Uh, I think Zlatan does play. He does not start. He dresses. He comes on. Again, my guess is 67th minute. So that's my guess. I'd love to see your guesses as well. So please uh, see how that goes. But again, uh, eight buses out there getting ready to welcome the newest LA Galaxy member for $3 million over two years. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, number, number nine, six foot five. All right, this guy is ridiculously tall. We'll be at training on Friday. I plan on being out at the press conference on Friday. I will be out at the game on Saturday. Halftime, halftime, halftime. I will try to be at the top of section 108 at the bottom of the press box stairs. You're more than welcome to come over and say hi to me. I'd love to see you. All right, here we go. Uh, that's about all the time we have. I am gonna be, I'm gonna be done. I'm done. I'm done talking. You guys are done listening. I hope you had a fun time. Zlatan Ibrahimovic on his way to Los Angeles as we're recording on Thursday, about 8.05 p.m. as we're ending this uh, December 29th, December, March 29th. Uh, the LA Galaxy faceoff against, this is it, El Trafico against LAFC on Saturday, 12 p.m. High noon on Fox. Big Fox, not Fox Sports, Fox. All right. It was wonderful spending an hour with you talking about the LA Galaxy. I think we should do it again on Monday when Kevin Baxter will, of course, be joining us. And I think we'll have some post-game comments and, of course, some press conference audio as well uh, coming from Zlatan Ibrahimovic. So uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com and please go to our shop. Follow us at Galaxy Podcast at Jay Guessman on Twitter. Uh, for absolutely nobody else, but certainly want to thank Dave Denholm for coming on and giving us a little insight into LAFC. Uh, I'm Josh Guessman, and you've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. We love you all. Have a wonderful, safe Saturday El, uh, El Trafico at Stuff Up Center. Have a great one. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. 
And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.